Hi everyone, welcome back to another episode of Podcast with Strangers. My name is Matt and I'm your host. And behind the camera we have Max, Melanie and Hannah. Wait for the camera, guys. Today, if I was being completely honest, I was extremely late for my call time. I read my call sheet wrong and I came here like an hour late. An hour? We weren't keeping track because it was okay. Yeah, perfect. So they, they were okay with it, to be honest. But... Yeah, we're here. We're back at the uh, student campus center on campus, and we're here to talk to our strangers about a new topic, which is who has impacted your life the most? Um, Because it's always good to reflect on the people that have brought you to where you are right now. And I think a lot of the time we forget to go and thank those people, even if it's just um, a little reminder, like, hey, Max, thanks for everything you've done. But yeah, thanks, Max. Thanks for everything you've done. Um, so you guys want to go around. I just want to hear who, you, who has impacted your life. Max, who's, who's impacted your life the most? Um, hmm. I think there's, quite honestly, a number of people who've impacted my life in a very positive way. Um, I think to name the, the two that seem most obvious jump out the most to me. The first one being, I think, my parents have been a really positive influence on me and one that I feel very privileged and lucky to have uh, in terms of you know pushing me to both do the things that I like and to pursue them as well as pushing me to sort of you know do things that I might not be entirely comfortable with but will make me grow as a person I think and so they've been sort of you know and and supporting through through that whole process um the other, I, this is not, I'm, a, I'm kind of skirting around your answer by naming more than just one person. <laughs> but um, the, the other is just sort of a group of friends that I made a, a couple of years ago that I feel, that, that I sort of became friends with when I was in a period when, and I think, if, you know, you can probably relate to this, where you're sort of in between friend groups. Oh. And you're kind of like, I don't really are belong here. Are these friends here. from Montreal? Uh, yeah, they are, yeah. Okay. And it's uh, that group of people, and they came right at sort of a perfect time in my life when I was sort of, I don't know, it, it was a perfect moment where I had sort of grown uh, as, as an individual beyond the, the friends that I had previously had. And uh, they just came at like the perfect time that sort of helped me to see the world in a, in a nicer way, in a more humorous way, I guess you could say. And they just, I don't know, they, they gave me the space to be more like myself and be more comfortable uh and i'm constantly thankful for that and uh was this after high school this this is right at the end of high school uh and so then like in the ensuing you know three years four years since then was there ever a period where you felt like you had no choice but to be friends with the friends that you were with at that moment in time like this is like these are i I am never not going to be friends with these people because I know a lot of people that are in high school think that the group of friends that they're with right now is the end-all be-all of all things. And it's like they've got themselves into a mindset where no matter what is going on or what those people may be doing to you, it's okay. And you look hmm. past it because these are the people that are in your life and these are your friends. And they treat them kind of like family. Like you and your sister get into a fight, but it's like, oh, they're family. I have hmm. to deal with them. But it's like not that. But I was just curious to see if you ever felt that way. Not really. I'm, I, I don't know. I'm not really an argumentative kind of person. And I, and I like to, th- I think previously I've definitely had that kind of mindset with 
groups of people and individuals that, you know, I might have clashed with a little bit. But I think generally I'm the kind of person where if this person is, I find improving my life or making a positive impact on my life, I want to keep them around. Mm -hmm. And if they're not doing that, I will kind of, you know, not abandon them, but just sort of like reflect on that and realize like, okay, that's something that I should do something like I, I don't know I, I feel like I always approach it in a as healthy of a way as I possibly can That's in, good. in sort of uh, seeing it both from my perspective and sort of outside looking in from what I can do well yeah your mom and dad mm-hmm. they're great people I love your mom and dad remember that time we went over to their house <laughs> Max has like this architectural or how do you say the, the, that magazine Ar- architectural digest there we go like a home straight from that magazine and it's so beautiful um, but yeah, your parents are awesome. They're great. Mm-hmm. Uh, how about you, Melanie? Um, my sisters actually watch this. <laughs> oh, so what's your sister's names? There's three of them. Oh, but wha- two of them watch it. There's four, three in total. Um, no, there's four of us in total. Four girls. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> Where are names? How, how was that? <laughs> how was that growing up? <laughs> I, I mean, had two sisters, and that was already a lot. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's a lot. I, I'm the oldest, so like they're all younger mm. than me. And um, so Marissa and Leanne are the ones who watch this. Marissa and who? Leanne. Marissa and Leanne? Yeah. Those are great names. What's the last one? Uh, Natasha. Marissa, Leanne, Natasha. Our yeah. new favorite fans. Those are pretty names. <laughs> Those are really good names. Yeah, Those are really pretty names. Marissa, Melanie. Leanne. Oh. Wait. Why did I just forget? Marissa, <laughs> Leanne. Melissa? Marissa. Marissa, Melanie, Leanne, Marissa. and Natasha. Yeah. Nice. Nice. Okay, they actually watch. So you're going to say their names now? So they yeah, like I was going to say. <laughs> Shout um, out. Uh, like, <laughs> I think they, ew, it's kind of cringy to say, but um, I've been thinking about it a lot about how I think I'd go insane if I didn't have them in my life. Hmm. Um, for a long time, because I was the oldest, I couldn't really talk to them about a lot of things that I was going through. Um, but now that they're older, especially like Marissa, She's going to be coming to university next year. And so oh, wow. she's hmm. like, it's been really nice talking to them about more mature things. And um, we're all very open-minded and very open to under- listening and understanding each other's problems. And I just, I'm thankful that, <laughs> I'm just thankful that um, I got sisters. Like sometimes I'm like, mm. oh, maybe that's why like there's four of us. Cause we'd probably mm. go insane without each other especially like with everything that's happened and so well who's the one that's going into university marissa marissa yeah well yeah i love marissa and natasha and leanne they're great <laughs> people i've met them a couple times and they seem great uh do you yeah. do they know that or are they going to be watching this and like ew, ew melanie yeah they're gonna watch it and see it <laughs> <laughs> melanie, why'd you say that ill yeah that's so funny. but then in 10 years they're gonna look back and be like oh oh that's nice oh yeah. melanie thanks so much yeah exactly yeah. um how, about, how, how about you hannah casper <laughs> yeah, obviously. He's my child. But, um, <laughs> like, honestly, uh-huh. like, yeah, my family, like, my parents and my sister, like, my parents are immigrants. I'm a first-generation Canadian, so they really sacrificed a lot to give me a better life here. Um, and they're just, like, really, I don't know, like, really strong people that I look up to. And I don't really, like, I'm not really, like, sentimental with my parents. Like, we don't say I love you a lot. Which is weird, but, like, we show it in different ways. Mm. But I feel like I really got, like, their hard work and their ethic. Um, And that's something that I inherited, which I'm really, like, glad I have. And obviously, like, my sister, like, 
ew, I don't want to talk about this, but like my <laughs> sister, she's like one of the only people that get me, I feel like. Mm. And if you're watching this, like go away now. That's kind of weird. Um, Hi, Isabella. Arabella. Arabella. <laughs> Who's but, Isabella? That's your middle name? Yeah. Oh, whoops. Hi, Arabella. <laughs> um, also, like my cousin. Uh, a lot of my other cousins are like 10 to 15 years older than me. And she was like the closest to me in age that lived near here. Um, and she was like the closest I had to an older sister, I feel like. Mm. And she's the only one out of all my other cousins that would like include me. And I always like looked up to her and I always aspired to be like her. I'd always like watch her do her makeup or like watch her hang out with her friends. And I'm like, damn, I really want to be like her one day. And I feel like I sort of kind of got to that now because like we went to the same high school and the same university and the same program. But oh, like really? not intentionally, but like uh, I feel like huh. I look up to her in like a lot of ways, and yeah, I don't really say that to her either. I'm just a very reserved. Well, person. if she's watching right now, what would you say? Hey. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'd say to her too. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think for me it would be. I know you guys all said family, so now I feel like fuck. If I no, don't no, say no. Family, there's, there's no. No judgment. Then my family is obviously family, 100. They've, they've impacted my life. Mm-hmm. Um, the baby Arwen. Who? Baby, baby Arwen? Is, it, is that Arjun. his name? Arjun. Arjun. I'm so sorry. The first half of it. Yes, so he's my, my nephew. I love him so he's much. So he's, he's so cute. He's so cute. I love him. Oh and I gosh. actually want to go to New Jersey on the 23rd, but I can't because I don't have my passport yet. Oh. Just, also, I don't like planes. I yeah, watched that Boeing enough. documentary on Netflix. Oh. Mm. I didn't even watch that documentary. I just no, don't like planes. Planes <laughs> are just scary. It's like you're in this like tube flying in the air. Oof. Let's 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 go back to what. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah, my family, of course, but I think. I think my family, just like a lot of immigrant families, are processing their intergenerational trauma, which is something I learned from one of our guests on our holiday special. Can you, you know. touch base on what intergenerational trauma is? So I, 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 I know the, <laughs> the broad aspect of it, yeah. but in detail a little bit. So I basically right now I'm actually studying a course um, called Trauma-Informed Approaches. That course to me has definitely been therapy 2.0 for me. but. Intergenerational trauma is basically when, let's say, take my parents for example, right? They were disciplined and they were taught to live in societal, you know, expectations in some sort of way. And they experienced a lot of hurt, a lot of trauma from my grandparents who didn't know any better because, again, they were just doing what they need to do to survive in that time. But their trauma gets passed on to me because they didn't heal from their situations and the hurt that they experienced and they weren't allowed to process things in a healthy way so I have to experience example like my mom's anger if she doesn't you know if she doesn't seek the help to go heal herself and work on herself because it is everyone's responsibility to take that aspect to you know try to heal themselves Mm -hmm. Um, let's say if she showed a lot of anger towards me and she didn't know how to cope with that, and I didn't know how to cope with that. I could take her anger and show it to my future children as my way of showing them that I love them, even though it's not necessarily the most healthy or Mm -hmm. reciprocal way, you know? So just definitely trauma gets passed down a lot, you know? Hmm. It was mentioned, and I I did some research on it, and it explains a lot of why certain things uh, unfold the way it did in my life, but for sure. um, Moreover, and, and, if we weren't looking at family, um, I'd say generally just teachers that, that mm. have taught me. That's a really good one. And it's it's hard to talk about 
the teachers that have inf impacted my life because whenever I mention it, people are always in the mindset of, dude, this guy can't move on from elementary school or high school. And it's not that I can't I've, move I've never thought that I have just sorry to interrupt but i i have many teachers who i think really influenced me yeah but there are in, a lot of people because they I... weren't involved in school or took the time mm, to get to know their teachers i see the way they look at it is this person is just like immature doesn't right. move on but like for me i think it's the exact opposite i think you should like these yeah these are the people you saw for six hours every day for eight months mm -hmm. like i i don't think it's immature i think it actually shows a lot of maturity that you realize how much of an impact they had and can be appreciative of it thank you Yes, thank you, Max. So, like, yes, uh, our last episode, that person that was on the phone, he was na his name is Alan Ambita, uh, who I'm so great. He's literally like my dad. Like, his he's literally my dad, mm. um, and uh, he's he's impacted my life crazy. And then he introduced me to Ralph Ciencio, right, from right, that, from our Strangers Ish, mm -hmm. and he's also given me got me so many opportunities in the industry and helped me out like that. And like, whenever you need anything, if you call Ralph, he's there, no matter what. Mm. Um, and then also just like my other teachers, like my vice principal, Ms. Anabali, and, and my elementary school teacher, Miss Abby, like from a very young age, they saw that I was struggling. So they, they stepped in more than what they were paid to do. And they went the extra mile. Yeah. Um, and I don't think, I think sometimes teachers get a bad rep. Um, and I, and I get it. Some teachers aren't the greatest, but there are a lot of people, a lot of teachers out there that have just... Think about the amount of teachers that have impacted people's lives, mm -hmm. right? Like when we were talking to Ralph on our Strangers-ish uh, episode, he was he said it himself, like, you know the teachers that matter based off what the student says. And it's so clear that Christopher Alexander yep. Yep. stood out to you totally. as a teacher, right? He Gary totally one. stood out to us as a teacher. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. We were all in the same single camera class. Were we? Yeah. All of us were in single camera class together. Oh, you my God. You had Gary, right? Gary? Oh my gosh. Yeah. Wait, now I remember where I yeah, know you Yeah, because I remember your sisters were in your video about the yeah. pizza. Oh, that was yeah. you! Oh my yeah. god! Oh wow. wow. I had no idea that was you. Oh my gosh. <laughs> All we need is, is Gary now. It's a reunion. Yeah. We were literally talking Gary. about it for so long. Yeah, we talked about and that. Like no when, when you were coming here, we talked about that like for yeah. a half hour. That's so funny. <laughs> Owed it all to Gary. Yeah. Shout you know, because when you were talking about your sisters, right I'm just there. like, I, I swear to God, you're the one that had the sisters in the video. Yeah. And it was a next level production. <laughs> we had too. really good lighting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I remember. Because oh I remember, Man. I think we went into our personal group chat for our group <laughs> and we were just like, did you guys see Melanie's? Yeah, yeah. No. I remember that conversation <laughs> we had. And yeah. we were just like, oh, fuck. Oh, my God. Yeah, we, we felt so screwed. It's <laughs> <laughs> not, not going to go well. Um, oh, yeah, guys. that's so funny. Anyways. Um, but, yeah. So, yeah. Teachers, Mr. Ambita, Ralph Ciencia, Sanabali, those people. Mm -hmm. I love them to death. They're yeah. my everything. And I think I, I come from a family with a lot of teachers. So, I think it's ingrained in me to be appreciative of that. But it really, it still stands to read. Like, it's, they, they So, you're basically so saying that you're a teacher... Is who's impacted you most as your parent? Didn't she teach I you once? That's true. Uh, no, but she taught my uh, sister. my younger sister. There she taught her go. grade six. Yeah. Um, which was like not intended to happen. The teacher had to take an extended leave, and so she ended up stepping it's so in. So funny. I it could, was it was really funny. I could but, just uh, see her going, Miss Von Schilling, and then after that, right when two thirty hits, <laughs> hey mom, let's go. Yeah. Home. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. Um. Anyways, do you guys think you're role models to people, or do you, that you're a role model to someone in life? Why is Melody screwing <laughs> oh, no. I I think I think I, we I don't know your life, but if you have three younger sisters, I think oh, you yeah. are. Yeah. Like my <laughs> my sister's a role young a, a role model to my younger sister, even if she doesn't realize it. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Like I feel like um 
I've honestly never been like an older sister type of figure. Like, I feel like um, we kind of talk like there's no age difference between us. Mm. And so, but I think that's that's important. Is yep. it? I yeah. Yeah. Like I, I've got a I've got a younger cousin who I think, while he is immensely immature and I am immensely <laughs> immature when I'm with him. I think there is a bit of a role model dynamic there because I treat him as an equal, even though he's four or five years younger than I am. Like, I think it's just inherently, if you are an older figure, but you treat someone as an equal, I think there is an inherent role model dynamic going on there. Yeah, if you ever have the, ch if you ever have the chance or you're put into a situation where you are going to spend the rest of your life with someone that is younger than you, I think you're given the chance to be a role model and mm. this is your chance to show what's right from wrong and being the oldest let me just say this as as the youngest i'm speaking to you <laughs> you are setting the boundaries there eh? you're setting you're setting oh, not yeah. the boundaries it's true like standards it's true yeah so like yep if you are the oldest and you're the one that would never go out ever and you always stay in and you always got back by six the second child won't be able to do that if she wants to because yeah. they'll always be like melanie never went out at 12 o'clock <laughs> It's like, yeah, because Melanie doesn't have a social life. And yeah, I do. That, that was... Like that. I'm not saying you don't have a social life, but that's... That, 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 that was me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, so but... I, I set that example. Yeah. Because actually for me, growing up, I was the one that made, like, a lot of mistakes and nice stuff. Thank you, man. Yeah, so I was, like, the one who made a lot of mistakes. So now my sisters are like, okay, we're not going to do what you did. So I guess in that aspect, I helped them in that way. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, but other than that, I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. You I feel like a lot of the time, they're not going to explicitly say that mm -hmm. you're their role model, but they'll, like, mimic you in a way. Like, mm -hmm. I know my sister will never say that I'm her, like, biggest inspiration, but <laughs> I noticed, like, but, she does. <laughs> but I am. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I noticed she does things because I do things. And oh, okay. sometimes, For like, sure. it's a good feeling because you're like, oh, like my little actions are sparking like inspiration in like my younger sibling mm. you know and like it's kind of fun i don't know it's like having like a little mini me oh. <laughs> yeah true that's yeah true. i never thought yeah i guess in, in how about moving on from siblings do you guys think you've impacted people in in a, a significant way uh, i don't think i have yet i think may, maybe i did i i'm sh I, i'm uh, in the way i think because i this is a different friend group than the one that I just mentioned as being sort of people who have impacted me. But I think about how there's a friend group that I've been a part of for like eight years since like grade six, grade seven. And I think about how the people in that group have impacted me. And I at least would like to think that I've made a similar impact on them. I think it was you reciprocated. Mm -hmm. I, I believe it. I, th I, I think if you're friends with someone and you're really close, the reason that you guys are friends is... You know, it's not, I know it's not, I'm not saying that it's because you benefit off of it, but like you are giving something for them to have you like stick around. Exactly. Stick yeah. Around, right? All like, relationships are a give and take. And if you're, you're obviously giving something if they're still around. Exactly. So yeah, I think only later on in life we'll see the true impact of. For uh, sure. Because I remember. Everything becomes clearer when exactly. there's Because I remember in high school, like, you know, there's all these clubs and, and you'd mentor these people, but like I wouldn't hear from them only years after I'd hear from them when they're hmm. like they're in grade nine and they're ready to apply for university and they'll message me and be like, hey, I, I don't know if you remember me, but like so like the fact that's that that's really cool. Like wow. four years later, they think of you to message like kind of how your sister's talking to you about university stuff, I'm sure, and asking mm -hmm. you questions. It's like the same exact thing. Right. Yeah, that's fantastic. Yeah, that's really cool. Um, but yeah. Anyway, so now let's uh, let's see what some strangers 
uh, mm. have to say about this. And um, hopefully we get into some really in-depth conversation with them. I hope so. And uh, we'll be back at the end to talk about two accomplishments, one setback and one goal. Okay. And I'll start thinking about practice. it now. <laughs> Hannah didn't have any coffee yesterday. Ooh, oh. there we go. Oh. Wait. I came here with a coffee. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, well, hey, no, no, no. One, one day of uh, setbacks. No, no. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I'm saying, no. I'm saying no, having I'm a coffee today doesn't discount the fact that you didn't have any yesterday. That's true. That's still an accomplishment. Okay. Now, the fact That's that true. you did today yeah. horrible. Plus, you're also one coffee seems like it was not your regular amount. So even that in and of itself is a success. I don't think it was the fact that it's, it's yeah, right, yeah. Because I remember she texted me once. She's like, yeah, I had a venti today. I'm like, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Not because it's bad to drink that large. It's like compi- the ratio of her body mass to the coffee. Uh, yeah, it not venti well. to Hannah ratio. It's like drinking a whole bottle of vodka. vodka and like, you know what I mean? Like, that, is, that is an apt comparison. That is yeah, exactly the same. A bottle of vodka? A full bottle, full of, bottle vodka. of vodka. Yeah, yeah like you drink that's a, perfect I comparison. I kill you, no? I think it would too. I think uh, you have to pump your stomach. Oh no, there's not enough alcohol in that. Uh, in, vodka? in vodka? No way. Coming from someone who doesn't drink. <laughs> I'm an expert. I've literally been sober since. Have you ever had a drink ever? I think I've asked you this like 20 times. Outside of you know like, I'll try your beer, Dad. Like uh, kind of thing. Uh, <laughs> like that's that's the only thing. I, yeah. I, I remember as a kid, whenever we would go out. I've to had like our... sips of my girlfriend's drink one time when oh, we went out. Like that's doing? it. She's doing good. Hi, Kat. <laughs> but I remember as a kid when we'd go out to a restaurant and you'd get pasta and then someone would tell me there was wine in the pasta. Oh, yeah, yeah, oh. yeah. That's it. The rest of the day I was drunk. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like an eight-year-old kid. I'm like, yo, there's wine in here? Dude, I'd fucking go That's crazy. That's awesome. Oh, but my I God. I feel like that's the shared experience we've all had. I, I, I feel I, I never did that. That's awesome that you did. Did you also do that with uh, penne alla vodka? Which, what's that? I, I don't know. It's just, it's another type of pasta sauce that is like, oh. I always I always would go to like, because I would go with my mom on errands and we would go to the pasta uh, place near my house and it would have on the list like Alfredo sauce, tomato sauce, vodka. And I was just like, oh God, oh, okay, let's tonight with the pasta. <laughs> yeah. No, but I remember that was so funny. Cause like before that I was never, I feel like as immigrant, like, I don't know, maybe it can be the same for you. I'm not, I'm not assuming, but like hmm. drinking was not yeah. a household thing. I have never drunk oh, an wait, alcoholic what? drink in my life. Yeah, Hannah's never wait, drank. No, that, that's drink. the opposite because my family is German. Wait, this uh, is, <laughs> my <laughs> family, it's like normal to drink. Really? Yeah, there's like rum and everything. Can I ask mm-hmm. you what your background is? It a religious? I'm Sri Lankan. But religion-wise. Religion. Oh, we're Catholic. Oh. Okay. Yeah, yeah I've noticed that a lot of Catholic families that are still like from a different countries and immigrated over. I don't know why, but like, a lot of the times that the alcohol tolerance and their their feelings on alcohol is lenient a lot. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. I have I Sri Lankan so. Catholic friends. Whose parents are just like, do you want a beer? Yeah, my parents. Yeah, literally but do then that. I have Sri Lankan Hindus who are just like, you're drinking, you're gonna die tonight, like stuff oh, like that. Really? Yeah. Oh, really? You're drinking. Oh my god, that's you're a metal. Drug addict. Like, that's horrible. crazy. But um, like our parties are crazy. Crazy. <laughs> <I can imagine. laughs> no, I no even at immigrant parties like there is alcohol, but like it's so taboo that they literally do it in the garage. Really? In the mid- middle of the winter. Wow. All that's the fascinating, uncles, actually. Wow. A really small table in the middle, like all the uncles surround the garage is closed. <laughs> do what they no, gotta do and then they wow. leave that's 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 interesting yeah huh filipino family is it varies like you'll have like really alcoholic parties 
And then you'll have like parties like what we have at home where my dad is like really against alcohol. Mm -hmm. And like, it just, it depends. No, but know? I remember that time where I was trying to get you to drink and you were like really against it. You were like, no, 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 I can't drink. I don't drink. I don't like alcohol. Yeah, so it's I'm, good that yeah. you set your mind to that. Yeah. But uh, yeah. I'm not like that. Like I could be influenced very easily. So <laughs> <laughs> anyways, okay. Yeah. Off topic, but there, yeah, yeah, way, way off topic, <laughs> but uh, okay. Let's that's, go. that's, yeah, we can end it there. Cool. Cool. Hey guys, we're here with Caitlin here, who is 4'11", but she tells people she's five foot, <laughs> and she lies. And as soon as she found out, or as, as, as soon as Hannah found out she was 4'11", she she's never been happier. I've never seen her so happy to be down. She's never seen someone the same height as her. That's so cool. That's her age. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> How are you, Caitlin? I'm good. How are you? Good. Good. We stopped Caitlin on her way to get free cake. Yeah, I wanted the cake, but it's I, okay. We'll wake it up to you eventually, <laughs> someday. Uh, today we're asking our strangers, who is someone that has impacted you the most in your life and why? I would say my twin sister. <gasps> Her name is Kristen. Kristen she, Caitlin. Yes. I knew it. Yes, we're the Whoa. same height. Do you have a picture of her? I do. Can I see it, please? That'd and be really cool. And we have a TikTok called Twin Twins, and we post TikToks together. Whoa. I'll show you. Are you guys identical? We were identical until we dyed our hair slightly differently. <coughs> but like our relatives can't tell the difference. Whoa. Our grandparents. Sometimes yeah. our parents get us mixed up Oh still. my God. Yeah. I got, we got to see this. Hold, flip, flip this around so we can. Oh my gosh. Wow. That's fantastic. That's a great idea for a TikTok. Oh, yeah. Wow. What? <laughs> we did one time. Have you ever switched classes? We didn't switch classes, but in elementary, we had this like reading buddies thing where we would read to kindergartners and we switched places to pull a prank. And these five-year-olds actually knew the difference. Really? They could tell. They're smart. And they snitched on us oh. <laughs> and we got in trouble. So that was the last time we ever switched places. Oh, yeah. Did you guys wear the same thing in elementary school? No, we had uniform. I went to a Catholic school. Oh, well, so. so then you would have worn the same thing, right? Yeah. If it's a uniform? Yes, but like on civvies days, which are days where you don't have to wear uniform. $2? Uh, yep, uh, $2. We wouldn't wear the same thing. I, I think it's cringe when I see twins wearing the same yeah. thing. Fair what enough. high school did you go to? Father Brizani. It's in Vaughn, uh, Woodbridge. I didn't know the civvies day was like a household Catholic school thing. Yeah. Did you guys have civvies day? Yeah? Oh my God, that's so cool. You had civvies day too? Yeah. Why is it called civvies day? I have... Oh, is it? Is that what it means? That's so weird. <laughs> That's... Yo, to wear our own clothes? <laughs> no, but our school donates all of our money. Oh, they that's don't. a good. That's a that's a good process. No, if you're we, donating like, it like for Terry Fox. Okay, everyone can dress up and then and people want to, right? So they'll donate. Uh, anyways, that's besides the point. Your <laughs> sister, right? Yes. So, um, do you guys get into a lot of fights? No, we're really? like best friends. Aww. We're inseparable. That's so nice. We share everything. Like everything. Toothbrushes and stuff? Okay, no. But I mean like <laughs> like clothes. Oh, that's really cool. Because you have basically two wardrobes now. Yes, and double the pairs of shoes. Oh. And say there's like one last cookie. Like we split the cookie. Oh. We split everything. So you guys are close, close. Yeah. Do you have any other siblings? I have an older brother. Ooh. I hope he doesn't see this. I don't think it will. How's your relationship <laughs> with him? Uh, he Honestly. is, he gets on my nerves a lot, but he really loves us, but like. Is it weird to be close with him? Yeah, I, I'm not close with him. He thinks we're close. Like he calls me his best friend, 
Nah, because my sister's my best friend, not him. Him watching this? (laughs) Ouch. (laughs) Is it hard being being a twin sometimes? What's like what's like the most what's the biggest issue? Okay, so she used to always get like slightly better grades than me (laughs) by like one or two percent and our parents always compare us, so they basically worship her and I'm kind of like the dumber twin. They think I'm lazier. They think mm. they think lowly of me, and they always give me like trouble for it. And she's like the model twin. I'm like, I'm oh. like the worst version of her, slightly. Or yourself. Yes. Technically, because you guys are twins. <laughs> is it is it hard to uh, decipher, or is it hard to have your own identity when you when you have a twin? Like, because a lot of times when you have a twin, it's like, you know, when you think of. Kristen you think of Caitlyn when you think of Caitlyn you think of Kristen does that bother you at all um the only thing that bothers me is people don't like separate us really they don't even call us by like Kristen or Caitlyn like if we're standing together they just say twins oh. like they don't even call us by our names oh my god yeah. that's like dehumanizing yeah it is. and always like when I was growing up say that we'd go out for ice cream like my parents would always make my sister and i share one ice cream or like oh. a cup of bubble tea because they're like you guys are the same person just share anyways oh my yeah. God. do you guys so, have the yeah. same palettes though taste palettes yes slightly except i don't like tomatoes and avocados but she does but otherwise like you don't like tomatoes and avocados they make me throw up like there's a lot of foods that actually make me throw up uh, okay <laughs> <laughs> uh, maybe avocados i understand why tomatoes how about pizza I like pizza, but like it's different. When people say they hate tomatoes, they don't mean tomato sauce. It's like the fruit just the itself. bare tomato. Oh, I see. So like yeah. you would have it in like a burger. No. Okay, I see. No. Um, and and what about I gotta know like, what about like when it comes to like movies or stuff? Do you guys like the same movies or oh, is yeah. it different there? Okay. Yeah, everything M- music? is the same. Yes. Oh, interesting. Does she know that you love her this much? Yeah. We're best friends. I was texting her right now. Like, she's in her lecture, and we're texting each other. I literally just texted her, I miss you. Oh. Like, we're that close. I would. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Damn. Um, what do you think, the, what do you think the, the key to your successful relationship is? Um, also, do you guys share a room? We used to share a room and until something unfortunate happened. We were trying to put up LED lights, and we had this, like, really big glass table that we used to share. And then it shattered, and then we're like... Were you guys stepping on it to put the LED lights on? No, we we kind of shifted it, and the whole glass thing came just crumbling oh. down. And then since we needed new furniture, we're like, let's just separate, get our own rooms. Was that a tough transition? No, we're so much happier. Oh. <laughs> so much better. And this this transition was only a year ago. So for 17 years in our life, like we, we were sharing together. Room. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, yeah. So, what is the key to your successful relationships? Like, what's the biggest fight you've got into with your twin sister? Um, I honestly can't remember. Maybe it's like I elbowed her, or, or just like physical things. Nothing like really deep. No. Too, okay, I see. Like in our sleep, because we had two separate beds when we were younger, and then we put them together to make one big oh, bed. Oh yeah. And sometimes in my dream. I'd pretend I'm punching someone, but then I'd actually punch someone uh. in real life, and her face would be right there. So I'd like punch her in the face uh. in my sleep. Oh my god, that'd be so cool to have your twin sister here next. <laughs> what if we see you again and we ask her? That'd be so cool. And if she Maybe. says someone else, that'd be sad. Maybe. Um, do you think you're a role model to someone other than your sister? Like just a role model in general? Someone looks up to you? No, <laughs> probably not. No? I don't think so. In any way, or shape, or form? No. No. Um, 
um, what do you think defines a role model? Or so, someone that has impacted your life? I'm guessing you look up to your sister in a sense, no? I don't look up to her. It's just that like she has helped me a lot in my life. Like we're always there. I don't really look up to anyone. Is there not like someone that like a role model in your life where you like look up to when you need guidance or something? Like it's just an issue that's happened your sister. Just I just go to my sister. Mm, I see. Like I could say my parents, but did you have you ever gone to shit in high school because of how close you are with your sister? No. Never. No, no beef or anything? Never. Because I remember in high school, there were this, this set of twins who um, like bullied me a lot, but only the other one bullied me because the other one was bullying me. Oh my so it's God. like if Caitlin was bullying me, Kristen's like, oh, no, I got to bully him too. <laughs> That's what happens. When one twin hates someone, the other twin hates, and then they just talk all this gossip. That's mm. why a lot of twins are evil, to be honest. Jeez. I was going to say it. Not all twins. Many <laughs> twins are evil. They're always plotting something. Yeah. Like, yeah. Is it like a group chat thing? Do you guys have like a big group <laughs> chat? Like a Facebook group or no, something? No, we just... I can read her mind. You have telepathy? Like, almost. Like... If we're in a situation, we basically always think the same thing. We just give each other the look, and Whoa. we know. Have like you, we have the same mind. Have you have you ever liked the same boy? Maybe in elementary, like grade three. Ooh. But like. How do you guys choose like rock paper scissors? No. <laughs> if we were too young, um, I don't remember. But our taste in boys, not it. Not she, I don't like anyone that she's been with, and same for her. Do you guys have partners? Uh, talking stage. Both of you guys? It's complicated. (laughs) It's very complicated. That's so fun to be able to talk to your sister about that. Oh, yeah. Because it's so convenient. They're in the same room, right? Like, if I was texting Hannah, Hannah can, like, easily not text me and be like, oh, I'm sorry, I was doing something. But if I was texting my (laughs) twin sister, she's like, sorry, I have dance practice. It's like, I know you don't fucking have dance practice. That's cool. (laughs) Anyways, thank you. And uh, I hope Kristen is watching and Kristen knows how much you... So you could just pick up your phone right now and be like, hey, I love you? Yeah. Do it. (laughs) <laughs> I can text her. She might be in lecture right now. It's a nice little surprise. Do you say I love you to your parents often? No. no? I don't even say I love you to her. I just say, like, I miss you. Mm. Is I love you a common term in your household? Not an Asian household. <laughs> why, why do you think that is? When was um, the last time you said I love you to your mom and dad? I literally cannot remember. I don't even give my dad a hug. Do you love them? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I kind of have to, right? Family. Yeah. It's just Asian parents have different ways of saying I love you. Mm-hmm. Like cutting up fruits and giving it to yeah. them. <laughs> they don't. You should text them, though. You should tell them I love you one day. Just do it out of the blue one day. See what happens. No, I probably would never do that to my dad. That's, yeah, We're that, not really close. It is weird, yeah. I think it's just the way they were brought up. They weren't really showing a lot of love and affection. It's always like, it's tough love. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. what it is. Mm-hmm. So it would be very awkward if I said that. They think I would, if I said I love you, they think I'd like, I was in trouble or I was oh, about to die. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah that's like my I, last words. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I can see how they think that. Yeah. Did she reply? Yeah, she did actually. She said, oh, I guess so. <laughs> I'm just going to send her a bunch of question marks. Wow. Oh, my God. That's when you know the relationship is real. She's just, she's just joking around. Okay, well, thank you so much for staying with us, Caitlin. No problem. Uh, and uh, I hope Kristen is watching and tell Kristen I said hi. Hi, everyone. We're here with Mona and Gabriel, Hello. who is apparently her assistant, is behind the camera. My assistant. Um, the love of my life. How are you, Mona? I'm good. Hold I'm up, feeling really good today. Stop. You said love of your life? Oh, no. Figuratively. Okay, sorry. Maybe <laughs> I, just made, I might have made this very oh, awkward, yeah, so let's move go. on. Um, how are you? 
fan freaking tastic. I love your energy, eh? Thank you. This is what I've wanted my entire life. Fake it till you make it. Yep, fake it till you make it. Um, today we're talking to our guests about who has impacted you the most in your life. Uh, a person? Yep. Um, if I have to speak about like people who've impacted me without thought, my first thought is definitely um, a high school teacher of mine. Her name is uh, Nicole Blendel. Um, uh-huh. And uh, it's actually French, Nicole Blendel. Did you go to a French school or is she just French? Um, both. Mm. And so uh, she was my uh, film and television teacher in high school. And she really inspired me to kind of like pursue film as a career uh, when I didn't really get a lot of support from that. And like, just like taking those extra steps, I was kind of going through a tough time, uh, especially like my senior year of high school. And she was so supportive just kind of went above and beyond to like take care of me protect mm-hmm. me inspire me um and i'm so thankful f- to her and i still email her every chance i get and yes i was gonna ask do you still have contact with her does she know all of this i don't think she knows how much i love her <laughs> when this comes out send her the link send her the timestamp. i think i will yeah I think she'd like that i was really talking to them about the impact that teachers have on people's lives and i was talking about do you ever get comments uh that may make you feel like you shouldn't be talking to your teachers still after you're done graduation, after you've graduated? Um, honestly, I feel that there are some particular people um, who are, it's just innate in them to inspire and teach and protect. And um, that's right, it's, it's so rare to find a very good teacher. But once you do, um, they really are just... Uh, enablers of good behavior and mm-hmm. motivation and so I do think it can be helpful if you have the right one mm-hmm. um, not all teachers are the same you yeah know, it really does depend but I think you know in this period of our lives like post-secondary university careers um, you can be very lost a lot and so having that outside perspective that's not a professor mm-hmm. in your program can really help yep uh, so if you have that pursue it you mm-hmm. know do you think you're a role model to anyone? I'd like to think so. Gabriel, am I a role model? Yeah, you're we got a nod <laughs> off camera that there I am. So. What makes a role model, do you think? A role model is somebody who has the purest intentions for you, mm-hmm. uh, truly, um, who only wants the best for you. And I think a role model is someone who is not a talker, is a mm. listener. Mm. I think um, a lot of the times the advice we give is the advice we need. So I think a role model is also somebody who um, just exhibits behaviors that you'd want to emulate. Mm-hmm. Because if they're doing those things with you and if they're giving advice that not only is pertinent to their lives, but also like things are going through actively, um, it really does help. So I think mm-hmm. I think that's really it. Now, now I have to ask, based on that description, how did your film and television teacher exhibit that? Oh, um, well, my film and television teacher uh, was, she had experience in the fields and she kind of chose to leave that to pursue teaching. Ooh. And so, um, you know, at the same time that we were creating and doing stuff, so was she. There were some times where I was in festivals and she had a film too. That's you awesome. Know? Wow. Yeah, it's great. And That's so it's really one of those cool. things where like you learn by seeing and also you kind of do it together. It's more of a partnership than a leader or a uh, chef. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. A lot of people say that if you can't do it, you teach it. But I think you can I don't teach think it. That's true. No, you can teach it. But also, I think teaching is so important to be able to spread your knowledge on to more when people. You say, sorry to interrupt. But when you say if you can't do teach, it almost implies that it's like 
And that's what I meant by finding a good teacher, somebody yeah. that's innate in them to teach and to, yeah. to inspire is because that expression to me just implies that like you fall into it because there's nothing else you can do. Yeah. You can't do what you really want to do. Mm -hmm. That's not true. I yeah. think a good teacher is someone who maintains that belief and maintains um, mm -hmm. their own goals and dreams without like forsaking it to teach. Yeah, I yeah, think yeah. that can be very damaging. And I mm -hmm. think that's something that you can tell when that was one of your teachers or professors um, journey. Or mm -hmm. career journey. I mm -hmm. think even if you're not a teacher, it's important to teach and spread your knowledge to other people, right? Oh, everybody like, should. Just I mean, that's what a role model is. That's what yeah. a role model. I think just mentoring in general. You get nothing out of mentoring someone, but, but the and that's the point. You're not supposed to get anything out of it. It's just a, a selfless mentor act. Doesn't necessarily even need to be better than you or more successful than you. A mentor, mm -hmm. like I said, is just someone who has the best intentions, intentions yep. for you, um, listens to you, and wants to inspire you to go further. Mm -hmm. I think you could be a mentor to your friends. I think you could be a mentor to your parents even, yep. to to adults or um, authoritative figures in your life. Mm -hmm. It doesn't necessarily... Age or, yeah. or, or experience doesn't really They're play They're not correlated yep. in my mind. What else is going on in your life? Let's just talk. I feel like I can talk to you about anything. What's, yeah, what's sure. troubling Let's you? What's going on? Uh, not much. Um, you know, post reading week, they're really just ringing us on with a bunch right? of stuff. It's been um, a hell of a last two weeks, right? A hell of a last two weeks. Um, just kind of exiting like a seasonal depression. I think that's oh, pretty. Yep. Yeah. So when you feel good, you take advantage of it and you. What do you think stems seasonal depression? Do you think it's because it gets darker faster? I think it's a mix of um, lack of vitamin C. And this kind of shut down behavior we get when it's really cold, we want to stay in, we don't want to go out, we uh -huh. cancel plans. And that kind of has a vicious cycle. That with getting dark, the days are shorter. Do you think there's like a solution to that or you just got to bring it through and, and, and just pull through? Motivation and having people around you that like push you. Mm -hmm. You know, I had some texts from some really good friends of mine that were like, go for a walk. And I know like how simple yeah, that yeah, can yeah, seem. Yeah, yeah. But honestly, just knowing that there's people looking out for you is huge um you know support from my parents and stuff being away from home a little like you live on campus no i live downtown in uh like, kensington oh just a little apartment yeah do you have a roommate i have three roommates and uh two cats whoa what's yeah. the cat's names i mean the roommates too but what's the cat's name uh oh um okay i can show a picture like yes. after but um it's a little black cat named ernie that one's mine ernie he's so sweet he's one of those cats that like you pick them up and set them on your lap and they just fall asleep <gasps> never scratched That's me awesome. never bit me um he wants to go outside like mm -hmm. all the time so every single time i open the door he like runs out does he come back um, I have never given him the chance. I'm always <laughs> running behind him. <laughs> I see. Put him on a leash. Oh, probably. Um, uh, um, wow. He's a pandemic baby, so he's like obsessed with me, and mm. I'm obsessed with him. So how's first year? You know, I like left university when COVID started, and I came back, and it's. That's so smart. Yeah. Um, I didn't intend for it to be that way. I left school, and I was like, I'm not coming back. But then. I decided that I really wanted that structure, uh, the networking, and also being an artist on your own can be very empowering. But I think like with this kind of, um, with the culture that we're in now, it's just like the more people you have, the better, the more resources and mm -hmm. be having the opportunity to networking learn. Networking is my everything art. right yeah, now. Yeah, exactly. It's so important. Especially since I was new to the city, I was like, you know what? I really feel from? like it's good. I'm originally from Ottawa. Whoa. Yeah. That's a long drive. It is a long drive. Five hours. Longer on the train. It's six hours on the train. 
Yeah. That's, that's like that's like two and a half Netflix movies. <laughs> that's literally how long it takes to get down to New Jersey. I wish. Is it really? Yeah, it's about six hours, give or take. Damn. Yeah, because the, the train stops like everywhere, like. Oh, you know, I have all those Queens kids coming in and out from <laughs> Kingston too. Oh. Yeah. Wow. A lot of burgundy and yellow sweaters. So, so were you there during the, the the freedom stuff? Oh my gosh, I actually have a story for you guys. Um, so <laughs> you know, we've been trying to avoid this topic. No, it's fine. You it's know what? Politics. I think we should be comfortable discussing yes. in this culture where, like, if someone says something you disagree with, they're your enemy. I no. think it's very, very dangerous. It, I think... You're allowed to have different opinions. Yeah. It's okay. Yeah. I think that's just so important. But... um. What's your story? Here's my story. So I, again, was kind of going through a seasonal depression. I was like, I just really want to go home and see my mom. So I went to go see my mom the week two of this semester. And um, it was all online, so that was fine. And I was staying with her, and she, we were hearing about the convoy and everything. She's a manager of a retail store in Rideau Center, downtown Ottawa. And so she was like, oh, the Apple is not opening. We should probably close the day of the, the convoy. The Apple? Like the Apple store? The Apple store was not going to open. That's this was before. That's when you know it's serious. That's when you know it's serious. <laughs> and so my mom was like, okay, we should not open the store. Yeah. Um, and her manager was like, no. Yeah. And so my mom was like, okay, well, for the safety of my employees, please consider. She didn't. Uh -huh. And it wasn't until the entire mall said, okay, we're not opening, that, like, yeah. we found out she was right all along. Yeah. So it was supposed to only be one day. She didn't end up going back to work for almost two weeks because wow. the entire downtown core was shut down. With and pay I was or just, without pay? Um, with pay. Oh, but they, did, yeah. they just kind of, like, moved her around the city, moved her team around the city. It was an absolute disaster. Yeah. No one prepared for it. Um, so I was like, okay, I'm going to head home. I come home. The convoy follows me to Toronto. <laughs> so it's like, I'm just a bad luck charm. Um, so yeah, like I was just like here when there was a trucker convoy, my mom was still dealing with it. Their first day that the mall opened up, this is two weeks after the convoy. The city declared it was safe, opened back the mall, tried to open back parts of downtown yeah. Port. The convoy was still there, yeah, but yeah. less. There was an active shooter oh and everybody God. in the mall had to go her first day back in two weeks absolute mess listen you have the freedom to to voice your opinion as long as it doesn't hurt other people or affect their other people's lives you know i grew up in ottawa i remember going to uh protests on parliament hill since i could remember um and the thing is is there's almost nowhere else in the world that you can go in the capital on the grounds of parliament and protest and manifest and like use your freedom of speech that is you can't do that in the States. You can't do that in almost any other country. We're so lucky mm -hmm. to have that. Yep. And the fact that like that was t being taken advantage of yep. was really disheartening. And then just watching that with what was going on in Ukraine simultaneously absolutely broke my heart. And it just made me feel like mm -hmm. people are... It's such a tense time right now. I, I We've been so isolated. Yeah, but I think that the issue with Ukraine is now those same people that were down in Ottawa protesting for their freedoms yeah. got to see what it's like to not actually have freedom when they look to Ukraine. You would you would think people would learn that lesson, yeah. but I think we're so caught up in our own mindset that mm -hmm. it's really hard to be mindful of other people's experiences. Mm -hmm. We've all experienced loss in some way, um, you know, economic issues in some way. We've all suffered kind of in the last two years. So we're all really, um, not selfish, but we're really thinking about our own struggles. Uh -huh. And I've noticed online and with a lot of discourse, a lot of people are desensitized to other people's experience. Yep, yep, yep. It's me, 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 mm -hmm. I've suffered, I've done this. And yep, so- Yeah, I can see how, yep. Yeah.
Well, thanks. I hope for, so. I said, yeah. I will. I have. I have faith that everything will be better in 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 time. Just patience. The only what. way to get through life is to believe that despite bad apples, people are inherently good. Real. <laughs> We're gonna make so. that into Instagram real. There we go. Um, Thanks so much for sitting down with us. Your thank energy. Thank you so much. It's so nice to meet you. I was all. having a bad day, and your energy just uplifted me. Aw, And Gabriel, you. I love it. Shout What's out, out Gabriel. Where, where's that salad from? They still. They still. He was salads? eating kale. Oh. Kale. You okay? <laughs> Probably gonna feel better once oh, that kale okay. kicks in. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Anyways, thanks, Mona. My name's. How are you? I'm so good. How are you? Good. How's your day going? It's pretty good so far. When when did you, what time did your day start here? Uh, my well, my day started in general at seven, and then I I had a shift seven to twelve. Where do you work? I work at. A I'm a visual merchandiser, so I do all the morning shifts. Oh. So yeah, I did that, and then right after that, headed straight here, and um, yeah. Nice. Uh, okay. Well, today we're talking about. We're asking our strangers, um, who has impacted your life the most. Um, to be honest, it's, I feel like, like there's been a lot of this question thrown at me recently, which is like, I don't know, like, I guess, you know how you see angel numbers all the time. It's mm -hmm. like fate right now. Yeah. Um, basically I have to give you a little bit of backstory, but, um, my cousin is a year older than me and she's really like my sister. Like I don't, I have a sibling. He's 15 years older than me. So he's more like my dad because my parents are also divorced. Uh -huh. uh, that'll come into the story later. Um, but, um, my cousin really like my sister and we do everything together and we were like we're super close and she recently moved out of her house like actually this time last year uh and she moved into um this uh gay couple's basement uh and they're married they're in their late 20s early 30s and i like i am gay so meeting them was a really big like i don't know it was a big thing for me i feel like i didn't really have gay people in my life other than them mm -hmm. um and it really like i don't know i really didn't expect um it to impact me as much as it did but recently um i had a conversation with them about kind of this this something similar to this and i told them like how much i appreciate them and i got really emotional and i don't really get emotional that much uh anymore like, as a kid i literally cried anything mm -hmm. like literally anything and now i feel like i've just wasted all my tears so i can't cry anymore yeah. um but i cried with them because i like i don't know i really appreciate them and they how, really how have they me. impacted your life um in a pause i guess my one of my cousins put it uh, best. I was telling her about um, how much I appreciate them and just how much I feel like my life has changed since I met them. Uh, and she said, basically, she said that um, she doesn't think it's because they're gay. She thinks it's because I don't really have parents and they kind of fill the gaps for me. Mm. Um, I mean, she said it nicer than that. And like, yeah. And it's a very like cliche, but real uh, mm -hmm. about like homophobic parents and stuff like that. So like my mom's really homophobic and my like, I don't really talk to my dad. Mm -hmm. um, so they really are like my parents so yeah they really well, how me. was how how was coming out to them was that my a, parents yeah was it a tough experience um my dad doesn't know but i mean i know i'm sure he knows he's i don't really talk to him very often not because i think like he's just not in my life not not really because i don't so like when the divorce happened who did you end up staying with mom more yeah well my parents divorced when i was like one oh, so i, I didn't really have a choice or anything mm -hmm. um but my brother was 16 so like it was a lot for him mm -hmm. and it still is like he still tries to reach out and stuff like that and like i I just don't. Yeah. When was um, the last time you talked to your dad? I don't know, to be honest. He wished me happy birthday like last, last two months ago in January. Mm. Yeah, and that was kind Have of Have you it. ever wanted to 
enrich that relationship again? I mean... Or are you just over it? I'm, I mean, like, yeah, I guess, but not really. Because it's kind of like a stranger to me. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't really, like... I guess that's bad to say, but... I don't know. I don't really... No, I feel you. Yeah. I don't really care. Now, with your mom being slightly homophobic, or homophobic in general... <laughs> I was going to say LOL slightly. <laughs> uh, <laughs> how... How does that affect you? Uh, for, I don't know how to ask the question, but you, you, I, th- I hope no, you no. understand what I'm trying to no, say. No, I like, get it. I get it. That can't um, can be easy. For a long time, like, it, I don't know. Like, I just kind of grew up with it being normal. Um, I guess, like, it's it's pretty, like, known that, like, the first child's always, like, the golden child, whatever. Or actually, I feel like it's kind of the opposite. Like, I feel like everyone expects, like, the younger child to be, like, the pride and joy. But, like, it's very the opposite for me. Like, my brother can never do anything wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah, so I just have always been, like second mm-hmm. um so, but i don't know like i don't it doesn't i guess it's even worse to say it doesn't really affect me anymore like uh-huh. it's just like second nature kind of like into it yeah. Like, yeah um but like i guess the like she just always has something to say and like when i i feel like i came out to her really early like i came out in general really early like i came out to her in grade seven mm-hmm. um and she didn't go well it was the typical like religious mother and all that and like mm-hmm. i don't even think she's that religious but um the biggest like thing that happened recently which like caused me to talk to my new gay dads yeah. <laughs> um about it was we had a family birthday party for my grandfather for his 90th birthday we went to the keg yeah and my mother did not like what i was wearing um mm. uh i really like i wasn't that out there i don't think i just had a pair of brown leather pants on a dress shirt and a vest but i god forbid i i wore aldo high heels <laughs> mm. but i mean they were heeled boots so like i don't know i feel like they're yeah, it doesn't masculine. matter either way you're but like, whatever yeah um but she saw what well, this purse that i have uh-huh. uh she really didn't like it mm. i was literally like exercise at the table she gave me the sign of the cross twice when she saw it and that's never happened to me before cool. so that was like whoa i literally i turned to my cousin and i was like is this real mm. like where's the camera do you um, do you think that those um we, we call them the gay couple do they have names <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> i would like to call them by their names um their names are do you think that they've played an impact in your life because growing up you didn't see an example of what a healthy relationship is so being able to see them uh kind of makes you feel a little bit more safer i guess so i like i don't like i feel like i've honestly never really like thought about it like i've never like obviously my mom has like messed me up a bit yeah um or a lot, <laughs> but yeah. I haven't really, like, I don't, I don't know. I just don't really think about it that often because it's just so normal. Does, yeah. Does your, um, does your mom know how you feel about her? I mean, she's really oblivious to everything. So like we've, we've talked about it, but like she's never said gay and she never will. Hmm. Um, it's like, I don't know. I would, I mean, I don't know how she couldn't, but I don't know. She's really <laughs> something. She's honestly like the typical, like, the mom you would see like in a movie like the homophobic mom in a movie basically yeah um but yeah she just pretends like it doesn't exist and mm-hmm. then like when it when it's in her face she just ignores it like um in two years ago in 2020 i like made my first short film uh-huh. and it was well, like i acted in it and i had a boyfriend um and that at, at that point i had never really talked to my mom about like me being gay since i came out so i was like this is my way of like if she this is we have to talk about it yeah. so i showed her um halfway through she told me to turn it off and i said no and then she didn't talk to me for a year so <laughs> mm. um but is she an immigrant can i ask that was she did she immigrate from a different country um i think so but she like when she was like probably like the 
Mm. Honestly, I don't know for sure. I think if she did, she was probably like one or two. Mm. So but she's I, not, I it's really not like, this is not like new culture or something. No, she's, she's born very and not. Yeah, but she's like my mom is like classified as a senior. Like she's sixty years old. So mm. or she's turning sixty and like tomorrow. Do you tomorrow. think um, it can it can stem from embarrassment of some of some sort? I don't know. I, I don't. I really like. I just I can't fathom it. Like. I just don't, I don't understand it, especially because, like, my, I live with my grandparents. Oh, um, you don't live like, with your mom? No, I, I, my mom, we all three of us. Oh, okay, like, I see. Uh, well, four of us. Yeah. But really, like, my grandmother is really my mom, because, like, when my parents got divorced, my mom didn't have a job, so she had to go, like, she had to start working again. Um, and then she basically, like, handed me to my grandmother, because we were mm-hmm. all living in the same house, so, yeah. like, my grandmother was the one that, like, brought me to school. Like, my mom's never made me dinner. Mm-hmm. Um, Does your grandparents know? I mean... Yes. Mm-hmm. Like, I've never said it, but we've talked about it. Yeah. And, like, obviously, like, my grandmother doesn't love it. But she is, like, plainly said to me, like, I don't care what you do, but, I, like, I love you. I'll look past it. Aww. So, it just, like, it doesn't make sense to me how my mom can't do that. Because yeah. my mom's 60 and my grandmother's, like, 80. Yeah. So, it just, I don't know. It's random to me. But, like, me personally, like, I'm, like, obsessed with love. And, like, I really want to get married one day. Like, that's really, like, my only goal in life. Uh-huh. Um, and, I don't know, seeing, like... They're like everything I want to be, and yeah. it's just like I I don't know like I can't even like put it to words how much I just love them and I really appreciate them. Yeah. So what's yeah. next now in terms of your relationship with your mom? Are you gonna try to mend stuff, or are you just ready to move on? I don't know. I'm at a point where like I'm I don't really want to. I don't know. Like I guess it's bad to say I don't want a relationship. She really wants me to sit down with her and just like lay it all on the table and just ask her why she's homophobic. But like I know how my mom is, and I don't think that's gonna go well. How about um, your brother? How does he feel? Um, I mean, I mean, he likes he he likes me. He loves me, so he doesn't really care. Yeah, it's that's uh, yeah. I, I feel like uh, part of the reason they've played such a big role in your life is because you're able to see what a healthy relationship is and an accepting relationship is. Because I can I can stress the same thing. Like I I mom died when I was young. Dad was out of the picture. So and immigrants being immigrants, yeah. like you know, it's a, it's a little hard. They don't they're your typical love story. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I I look up to and I and I take other relationships into account. Um, do you think you you over romanticize things? Is that a quality you, you think you might have? I'm a film student. <laughs> Obviously. That's a good answer. <laughs> I think but we all yeah. Yeah. that's the correct answer. Yeah. yeah. Is it, so it's not just me and Hannah. We just. <laughs> Do you over romanticize things? Okay, actually, here, you want an example? When I was in high school, I was in theater, uh-huh. so I didn't write, like, now I write, like, whatever, like, short film scripts and stuff like that, but when I was in high school, I wrote musicals. So, I wrote an Hell entire yeah. two-act jukebox musical <laughs> with an Ariana Grande album <laughs> because a boy, like, looked at me. <laughs> that's oh. awesome. That's pretty cool, Actually, it's, not, it's a really, that's a, that's a whole different story. Did the play like, put on? Get put on? <laughs> Um, no, but actually the other night, it, me and my friends were on FaceTime, and um, we read the whole thing. <gasps> that's pretty good. Like a table read? Yeah, basically. Can I? Can I, I we didn't, we didn't sing, script? though. Can oh. I have the copy of the Actually, uh, yeah. Yeah, I'll okay, I'm going to email you. I was going to say, like, yeah, <laughs> I'm down. That's so funny. I'm honestly really proud of it. Like, it's one of my yeah, favorite things no, I wrote. You wrote a play. That's not, that's not nothing. That's great. You just write a play. That takes time and effort. But thanks so much for opening up to us. Do you think you're a role model to anyone? Um... I'd like to think so. That's what everyone has said. Um, I'm sure you have. I would like to think so. And, like, I have a younger cousin that may or may not be gay. We don't know. 
but I'm definitely making things a lot easier for him if he does end up being gay. Uh-huh. Um, but, like, that's always the way it is. Like, that's always, like, the first in the family of anything. When I look at, like, these issues of parents not accepting their kids for who they are or their partners and whatnot, I have faith knowing that our generation will be very different to it. And we yeah. will be the ones to be accepting and normalize all these things. And I, and I understand they're old and, and, and they have different traditions. And at this point, even with me, I have an Asian girlfriend. Like, my my family's not like, no, we don't want them. But, like, they give no shits about it. They're just yeah. kind of like, whatever. And at this point, I'm just like, whatever. Let's leave it. Move yeah. on. I'll do me and you do you. But anyways, thank you so much for sitting down with us. No and, problem. Uh, well, I'll be back same time next week. Yeah, <laughs> next week. Uh-huh. I'll see you. Weekly session. Weekly session. Yeah, I was gonna say, hey guys, <laughs> I up. might need this. All right, here we are at the end of our podcast. I really enjoyed <laughs> story. Not enjoyed it, but it was nice to. I, I, I'm happy he was able to open up to us about that. Um, I had a list of things I want to talk about. Can you pull your? Te- I'll pull mine out. Remember, what? the list of things. Yeah. Oh, two accomplishments. One setback oh. and one oh, goal. Yeah, we were going to do that. Max, you want to start? <laughs> two accomplishments. I think number one, this is kind of going from uh, what I was talking about last week of just I've been getting more and more comfortable with uh, doing things again uh, and just accomplishing. Even if there are things I'm not comfortable with, I'm accomplishing it just by doing it. Um, as well as I think the other accomplishment, I, I think being comfortable with stuff is a much more like it's not so defined it's sort of like sub uh, objective or sorry subjective um on the more objective end i made a plan for all the homework i have to do for the rest of this semester mm. so i feel pretty organized about that um one goal i don't know i i think to just continue on being this way and having an open mind for things for, for just the things that I encounter. Mm-hmm. I think that's uh, the the grand idea, mm-hmm. grand goal for me, yeah. Uh, Hannah, how was your detox? Um, okay, so I started drinking matcha, which is a lot better for you, because it's like green tea. It's less caffeine. Excuses. Um, and I found, like, I was a lot more energized than I was when I drank coffee. Really? Oh, really? Yeah. That's interesting. Maybe it was the withdrawal, so you were just going crazy. Like, where's my coffee? <laughs> but also, I, like, started working out again. Oh, well, there, in the there morning, it is. Yeah. And that just, like, totally transformed like my routine mm-hmm. i feel like i don't even need to drink coffee anymore but like today obviously it was like yeah. early morning i commuted down here at like seven so i didn't have time so but so what are two accomplishments so that's one you're mm-hmm. exercising i would say yeah what else um i didn't think about this i should have thought about it <laughs> um i got a good mark on my um outline for my midterm Fantastic. That was kind of my accomplishment last week too, but like I got my mark back. Nice. Which which class is this? It's my disability studies class. Oh, yeah. nice. So, so what was what was one setback? One setback. Um, I kind of I'm starting to feel a little bit burned out. It's that point in that in the semester where it's like mm-hmm. I have a lot going on. Yeah. And also like. I know it's like way too far away, but I'm already thinking about like graduation and what I want to do like after, and that's just like been really stressful I, for me. We it's, are at the halfway point. Yeah, we yeah. are, and also it's course intention, so everyone's like oh, yeah. worried about it as Don't well. Don't even know what I'm doing for that. Yeah. Yep, 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 yeah. yep. What's one goal? Pardon? One goal. One goal? Probably figure out my course intentions because <laughs> that's pretty important. Yep. Yeah, um, I, I thought we had to wake up at 6 a.m. to do that, but no. It's, we just no, like, yeah, and that I, I did that 
for like the last two years. Yeah. And then it was only like after the last one that people were like, yeah, you don't have to do that. Yeah, I know. And I was so, like, oh, thank God. I'm not gonna rush. <laughs> it's so stressful. There's so many options. Yeah. 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 Oh my Except God. for the table B lower or upper liberal courses. Oh, I hate those. There's nothing there that I mm. want to do, to be yeah. honest. I might do uh, like Chinese like courses and stuff so I can get that'd to know my girlfriend's culture a bit more. That'd be That's interesting. Fine. Yeah. yeah. But that's really I, cool. I, I want to learn how to do to speak her language so I can talk to her grandparents. That's cute. So oh, that's I'm lovely. I'm working on that. That's a great idea. Melanie, two accomplishments, one setback, one goal. I went to bed. <gasps> nice. Whoa. Yeah. Woo. <laughs> Melanie went to bed, everyone. Okay, yeah. But not, not the night before. But <laughs> okay, never mind, hey, everyone. Hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> she it's, was like, it's yesterday, yeah. I went to bed early. So nice. I'm proud of myself for that's that. That's great. And also, I've been doing this thing. So there's this app called Headspace. Oh, mm. is that good? Yeah, and it, well, it's very, for me, uh, it's very calming. I like it because yeah, I, like I it have too. this thing where like I get really overwhelmed when there's like so many things going on, and like I can't calm myself down, so I end up like taking a nap instead, or like just going on my phone. Story of my life. Yep. yep. And so now I just like there's like a breathing like cat that like just like breathes in and out and you breathe with it and it sounds weird no no but it helps stabilize your breathing it's yeah we've actually reached out to them to sponsor our videos i think they got back and i didn't reply on time so i just left it (laughs) but i did did, yeah that's good to know that it works so if we ever do work with them it's a useful thing yeah um what else what else did you uh accomplish i think now it's an accomplishment in itself just like calming Uh, myself down more Mm -hmm. Mm. do you want to fix your <laughs> well, we're gonna get there you a new go. one. That's all, that's all good. It's all good. Uh, what's yeah. one setback? Um, setback. I mean, I'm not going to sleep like, consistently. Yeah, consistently. Mm. So we're still working on our sleep. Yeah. Uh, and what's one goal? Sleep. Sleep. <laughs> Time management and sleep. Okay, so all sleep-related yeah. items. Mm. Okay. Well, at least you're getting there, one step mm-hmm. closer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, t- two accomplishments. What? Did you say something, or am I hearing voices? Uh, you're hearing Hi, voices. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, what are, what are two accomplishments? For you? Yeah. Um. Oh hmm. no. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, this week was horrible. I don't think I had any accomplishments at all, to be honest. Nothing. You, I'm, oh, I'm, oh, I'm podcast. Uh, we edited our podcast. There we go. Yeah, and I'm also, I'm not, I'm not joking when I say this that you got through the week. That's an accomplishment. Yeah. You know what? Yeah, honestly, I didn't think I was gonna make it through this week. Exactly. To be completely honest, like in the literal sense, I didn't know if I was gonna make it. It was a horrible, horrible week. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, getting through the week and then also being able to finish that podcast, which yeah. was really stressful because our this clip of us two was gone. Right. And yeah, they it were got charging corrupted. me like a hundred. No, no, literally nobody's fault. It just got yeah, corrupted. Just, yeah, no one's fault. It's just like something happened along the way and my camera messed up. Um, yeah, so I was able to do the podcast in time. Uh, I got through the week. One setback, got a parking ticket, the funeral, like all that stuff. And then tough things some tough things uh and next week or this week that i want to work on same thing as before that i didn't do anything i didn't do my goal i want to go back to the gym i want to cut caffeine i want to cut sugar eat healthier go to sleep on time get my work done get back into a routine just reset everything yeah i i think you just when it comes to that stuff you just got to be kind to yourself because mm-hmm. it's a tough time for you i think having all those things trying to fix those things all at once can be a little overwhelming so even if you choose one just one yep just one thing and make it a small goal and you'll have those successes 
Yeah. I, uh, I think someone did reply in our Google form. Really? Oh, that, really? Someone texted me yesterday night about it. And I said, go crazy. I don't think we have time now to go into it, so we can go into the yeah. next episode. Yeah, we'll do that next episode. Uh, one thing I really want to quickly touch on is the good for bad podcast, or that podcast we were talking about with those guys that were, like, being so much misogynistic. Oh, right. Yeah, So yeah. I did some snooping around, and I just want to preface that these guys are just doing this to get views. Like, they're not genuine. They are stupid. They're idiots. Yeah. Uh, and they are misogynistic and sexist. Mm-hmm. I just want to make it clear. The reason that they're continuing to do it to a certain extent, now they're just, like, I saw another day they were just like, yeah, men have to actually exist. Girl, like girls just, you know, they like whatever. Like men are the ones that really need you to should, did, work did to you, exist. Did I'm you like, say the podcast title? Good for bad or something. Good like bro, that. Bleep bad. it. Bleep it. I'll, don't I'll give bleep them, it. Don't yeah. give them the attention. What, whatever the podcast. I don't even know what it is. Bleep They're it. literally just saying all this shit. This is, this is what they want. This yeah, that's what, what they, they want. want. They're literally trolling us. They're saying all this stuff now just, just to, in spite of us. Oh, my exactly. God. Is that Anna? Oh my god, it's Anna! Yeah, it's this is so crazy! <laughs> Anna for the first time in person? That's crazy. How are you? Uh, I'm good, how are you? Good, how was, how was, uh, how was work? Work was mid. Yeah? <laughs> hi, hi everyone. New, new uh, guest unlocked, Anna. Everyone clap, clap for Anna. Yay! Uh, Anna, what are two things you accomplished this week? One Ooh. thing that was a setback and one thing you want to work on next week. Oh my god. I feel like I've accomplished nothing this week. Um, two things. Two simple things. Okay. Hold the mic um, a little closer. I did my course intentions. Oh, Jealous. Um, <laughs> oh, I finished a midterm. Ooh, good. Okay, that's one setback. What's one thing that set you back a bit? Everything. Yeah. <laughs> my whole life. And what's one thing you want to work on? Um... Again, everything. Everything. Yeah. Same. Self-improvement, you know? So, that's what I said. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Twinsies. Um, <laughs> did, you, did Hannah send you that podcast of those guys that were, like, talking about gravity? You know that good, bo- good bro, bad bro, they're, like, guys Believe it again. experience yeah. gravity and girls don't? What? <laughs> no. <laughs> there you go. I'll show you later. Anyway, so, yeah, don't give them any attention. They're stupid. They're just trolling us now. Mm. Um, Can is I there just any- say the fact that they were faking it for views is so too. harmful. And what I was thinking about is what Melanie said about using your platform in the right mm-hmm. way. Like, if you have a platform and you have 100,000 people looking, don't say misogynistic and sexist things. Yeah. Because people are going to think it's Yeah, because then people are going to put that in there. thought it was real. Yeah, yeah exactly. think about how many kids are on that platform. Exactly. It's like, a kid's app, and you're saying misogynistic things that are going to yeah, like, affect stupid them. stupid it's um, so stupid. Anyways, we hate you. Is there okay. anything else we want to talk about? Um, no, right? I think short and sweet. This short, this episode. Yeah. Next next episode will go longer. Um, thank you. Go buy our merch. Follow us. Subscribe to us everywhere. Share all of our shit. Um, what else? Call to actions. Anything else? Donate. Ukraine. Donate to the Ukraine crisis. The link is in the description mm-hmm. wherever you're listening to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, say hi to Anna, our newest team member. <laughs> <laughs> and that's it. Thanks, everyone. We'll see you next week. And that is a clean 3 o'clock end time. Really? Yep. Whoa. You get to go to your thing on time. There we go. Okay. Bye, everyone. Love you. Bye-bye.